begin another week. It is ready to go, but where do we go? <laughs> COVID cases. We're number one of all the places. Death of a podcast. Science Vulture. Winnipeg Blue Bombers lose to the Toronto Organauts in the Great Cup. New newsletter out. Have a look. And then 5K in the morning. Hmm. Is it possible? Maybe a bit of a change up to the morning routine. And Trump is reinstated. Monday, November 21st, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you folks are doing well. Uh, and I am uh, alive and well in Beijing. Um, not too affected by the infections that are going around, apparently. Lots of asymptomatic cases. Uh, one death in the last three days. Uh, so that th- this is bizarre because this was an 87-year-old man who passed away from sepsis, uh, which was due to a lung infection. And then two days later, they determined that he had covid it's things like this that kind of make me, you know, wonder what's going on. I mean, my condolences to the family. Um, it, but saying it's a COVID death? I don't know. Uh, I think that's a bit of a stretch there. All right. Well, how do we begin the week? My name is Stephen Sersky, and uh, this is my uh, Daily Audio de- Digest. been uh, publishing this for just over a year. This kind of takes over from blogging, uh, which I used to do quite a bit back, oh, five, ten years ago already. Uh, Although, I'll tell you, I never blogged as profusely as I do with this uh, podcasting medium. This one's just easier, Um, even though I would say it actually requires more technology because I'm looking at what I've got in front of me. I've got a microphone, uh, a second cell phone that's plugged into the camera, I've got a light, and I've got my computer. Uh, and I've got a fan running on the computer to keep it cool so it doesn't uh, overheat or anything like that. Um, all that being said, it, although and then but the, the the version you're hearing, so that that's for my streaming setup. Uh, the version that you're hearing, if you're listening through Anchor.fm uh, or on my website, uh, that is actually recorded off my cell phone with no external uh, recording equipment at all. It's just going into a wave format. Uh, and then I compress it into an MP3 uh, using uh, what's it called the uh, program Audio Lab, and so that's uh, what I use for my compression on uh, the cell phone. But anyway, I've been doing this for over a year, uh, a bit more consistently than uh, blogging on my site. Uh, I've recently started up a newsletter uh, on Substack. It seemed everybody else was doing it, and um, I think many times I'm more of a follower than a leader, so I yeah, have uh, signed up to do that. And basically the, the uh, newsletter is um, a little bit of a weekly roundup of the things that have gone on, including what I talked about on the, uh, the this, di- this audio digest. And one of the reasons I actually did the newsletter format, because I did try doing a spoken podcast wrap-up, but then it was like I'm just repeating the same things. So this newsletter uh, changes things up a little bit. Uh, and it allows me to uh, publish a little bit different uh, pictures. Uh, some I haven't posted any videos to it just yet, uh, but uh, I will eventually. And then also some sound clips as well. And it goes in email format, so it's actually uh, really nice in that you can access that right from your uh, your email inbox and subscribe or unsubscribe. Uh, I'm 
uh, I, you don't have to worry about me selling your email address because I actually don't know how to track a lot of that stuff, to tell you the truth. <laughs> I'm a bit of a Luddite sometimes. I like to keep things simple. All I know is it publishes. I have myself signed up, and it goes out, and if I can see it, and I, I, I can use it. Eh, I think it's uh, decent and pretty good enough. All right, yeah, so COVID cases are rising here in Beijing, um, and this actually uh, has contributed to it being very quiet around the neighborhood, which I'm not going to lie, is very nice. At the same time, I understand that it is an indication of, um, well, no one's doing anything. <laughs> Kids are being schooled at home, which was kind of funny because I went out at 3 o'clock or so, and there's a lot of kids out. They're, they're not normally out. They're Usually they're at school or something like that. But they were out there. And I guess it's a skipping season. So one of the, uh, the health requirements that they have is I think they have to do 200 skips within a minute. And then they're considered to be sort of standard or healthy or whatever it is. So you see a lot of people, these kids, and they rip through this skipping row. I mean, they're fantastic. They're a lot better. I don't know if I can do a 200 in a minute, to tell you the truth. It's quick. It's consistent. They've got good form. I'm not going to lie. And they're, again, consistent. It's it's phenomenal to see. Um, and, but you see all these um, these parents recording their kids doing this this jump rope. And it's because they have to submit it to uh, the uh, either the headroom teacher or one of the teachers, that um, the phys, phys ed teacher that will uh, um, inspect the work. So <laughs> uh, there you go. The long arms of the education system in China. Um, Winnipeg Blue Bombers lost. Yeah, so I know a lot of Brits uh, listen to this, or at least a few Brits I know, uh, a few Americans as well. Uh, The Americans might know this, but the Brits um, would be familiar with the idea of American football. Uh, So this is like the NFL, and then in Canada we have our own league called the CFL, the Canadian Football League. Um, And years ago... They used to, uh, there was talk to merge. Uh, there is also uh, an expansion plan by the CFL into the States. And this is, this is the funny part because it was it Baltimore, I think, was the only city and is the only city that is not Canadian that won the Grey Cup back in 2006 or something like that. Uh, and it, it, it's almost like a, a black mark on the, on the, uh, the Grey Cup. Uh, champions list because you you can canadian city canadian city canadian city american city canadian city canadian city it was a very short-lived uh expansion plan by the cfl to uh go into the united states um and i shouldn't i shouldn't say it's, it's a black mark it just it seems very strange on a CFL on a canadian football league it would be like if the nfl ever expanded into uh canada which they've talked about as well uh toronto of course wants to be um, everything American except not with Canadian passports sort of thing. Uh, Vancouver, I think, is talked about it as well. I'm not sure about Montreal, um, but uh, all of those places have fo- uh, Canadian football clubs. And, uh, and Toronto was good a couple of years ago. Montreal was fantastic about 10 years ago. They went on a massive um, winning streak, winning tons of great cups. Uh, BC, they used to be strong. They, they've had their time in the sun as well. But recently, the last two years, my hometown, Winnipeg Blue Bombers, have taken home the Grey Cup. Uh, but uh, just last night, on uh, was it Sunday, November 20th, uh, they lost to the Toronto Organauts uh, by one point. 
24-23, and it was like, uh, I didn't watch the game. I was following it on Twitter, uh, the updates, and I think it's the reason why they lost was because they missed the convert or something uh, with eight minutes to go, and that ended up being sort of the... Uh, one of the one of the plays where you're kind of like I hope that doesn't come back to get us, and then it did. <laughs> so they uh, they lost. So not a three-peat, but they did go two in a row, um, and they still have a solid team. So that's uh, um, that's important. Now I'm not sure how good of the team. I mean, obviously Toronto had to be, have a, a decent team, but uh, uh, I don't know if like compared to last year uh, how how they were. So. I don't follow sports very much, to be honest. Um, I was following this because because the Blue Bombers were in there. Um, if they weren't, I don't think I would have paid attention to what was going on. So, uh, to, to be uh, perfectly frank, I do know that the World Cup has started in Qatar. Uh, that started last night. Um, I did not watch the opening uh, sequence or ceremony. And, right, my TV still doesn't work. So, I don't know how to get that working either. I do have to call my... It stopped working about three months ago, and that sort of indicates just how much I watch TV. I don't. Uh, I pay for it anyway. It's like 300 quai or 250 quai per year, um, but I'd much rather have the TV option than not, um, you know, just in case you get locked down or something and the internet goes out. Uh, but now my TV has stopped working, so I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure if it's a cable. It looks like it's a cable. Uh, something has been bumped or whatever, and so I just have to figure out how to uh, get it going again. Um, anyway. There you go. So Winnipeg Blue Bombers, they lost. Congrats to the Toronto Argonauts. Uh, they've uh, taken the Great Cup this year uh, for the CFL. Death of a podcast. Um, yeah, this was actually interesting because I was asking another uh, fellow runner uh, what she listens to, like if she listens to anything. Uh, I did not recommend my podcast. Uh, I felt kind of awkward about that. Um, but although I do know some people do listen to it while they're working out, especially the longer one. Uh, but one of them that came up was uh, Science of Ultra. So ultra marathons are these huge marathons that are like um, like anything more than a, a regular marathon, basically. So 24 miles is your typical marathon, 24.6 or 26.2, something like that, uh, 26.2. Uh, ultras are like 50, 75, 100, 150, 200, and more. Like it's just they're long, long, arduous. Like why would you do this sort of thing? David Goggins, I've mentioned this guy before, former Navy SEAL. He does these things as fundraisers uh, for um, U.S. veterans and their families. So uh, he does a lot of this. And but this podcast, and the first episode, the first episode I see listed is the final episode. And this guy goes, um, he, he, I guess he's near. His wife retired. I'm not sure if he had retired just yet. Possibly. Uh, maybe he'd been re- retired for a little while, uh, but um, basically after taking uh, the the summer off, he so he posted one episode in like May and said we're going to take the summer off. Uh, we'll come back in September, and then in October he records another episode saying, "Yeah, we're we're done. Um, we've we've retired or whatever it is, and now we're uh, going to go do some other things other than work all the time." And I thought this was interesting. Why it sort of struck me, I was like, "Wow, this guy started back in 2015." And I'm looking at my own daily podcast. Uh, how long can this one go? And this is one, like a year, just over a year, right? Big podcast has been going for three years, but so sporadically that it's very hard to say that you've been going for that long. Like It's true. I've had the idea of this big podcast for quite a while, 
but uh, the small podcast, this one, um, has you know, it, again, as I mentioned before, it's more of like a, an audio blog than anything else. So it's uh, it's really just sort of stream of conscious, very low key, uh, not a not a big deal at all. I have started a third podcast. Because I don't have enough things going on or enough things to do or projects to keep me busy. Uh, I've mentioned this before. So I do have a language vlog uh, that I post videos on. And I have not been able to post many language videos. So me practicing Chinese. Uh, because I have been focusing on this Delta. On this Delta diploma. This program that I'm... This course that I'm taking uh, right now. And my exam, my test is on December 7th, hopefully, so long as it doesn't get cancelled because of COVID whatevers. Uh, but the idea being that, well, not the idea, is I am studying quite a bit with uh, for this uh, this Delta program. I'm doing a lot of reading, so all my spare time is basically spent uh, doing this course. <laughs> if not uh, working on the course, looking at former exam, previous exams, and then also doing a lot of reading. Like today I spent... Uh, most of the morning, just doing some of the reading. Um, but I have started another, uh, I guess, a podcast. I, I, I mean to set it up as a podcast uh, because it uh, it works like that. I have the videos up online, but I haven't published them just yet. And so um, you've, you probably remember this guy named Denny Gowen, who's been on my uh, podcast a couple times uh, prior to this. But he's agreed to be sort of a, an interlocutor on this this new podcast and this new podcast this new series and i'm working on i guess is all about the esl industry and so actually not not sorry not about the esl industry it, it's a lot about how we are uh, educators like he's actually teaching and i am not really teaching at the moment i'm doing more of this delta stuff and uh, language consultancy as i guess i'm allowed to say uh and uh but he's he does actual in online classroom uh teaching uh so it, it's kind of a we talk some theories, we talk some uh, methodologies, we talk a lot. And then the other thing that we've also been doing um, that I suggested that we start is just creating accessible content for the ESL learner, for the English language learner. Uh, and so the, the idea is that we pick a, you know, a topic, but instead of talking at our regular pace, we keep in mind that it's going to be a slower pace and we try to explain a lot more of the language uh, language points rather than um, if we were doing like compared to the, the the big podcast that I do that one we'd go like a mile a minute and go back and forth uh, and stuff like that but this one is a little a lot more congenial first of all so it's a lot more gentle in its approach and then also it's a little bit more slowed down in terms of its language access so that's uh, something else I'm working on and recorded a couple more episodes yesterday and of course, given my schedule, I don't do these things on a regular basis at all. <laughs> it's just whenever I have time. Uh, and so I haven't really figured out a publishing schedule for that. Uh, but that is a new project that I've uh, taken on board. Uh, and it, it's, it's been fun. It's been good. And I think it, uh, it does have some legs because it is one of these things that does support the language vlog, um, which I've uh, been meaning to post more on my own languages uh, in, in the, at the same time. Uh, the, uh, ah, okay. So this has also happened. There's two other things here. Uh, number one, 5k in the morning. Uh, so starting this morning, I was thinking, following this, this research of what I should listen to while I'm running, uh, is, uh, well, how my skipping rope broke last week. 
right? Like last Wednesday, it snapped. I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to buy another one if just to have it snap again. I was thinking they get one of those leather ropes. Um, this is why, like, I'm looking at these kids jump jumping rope and I'm like, how come yours isn't breaking? Uh, but I, I don't think they're skipping as hard as I am, to tell you the truth, because I, I try to do these double unders and stuff like that. Um, and I guess it, the plastic just doesn't like, uh, or the nylon, whatever it is, uh, doesn't like the getting hit against the uh, cold concrete. So snap the snip, uh, snip, snap the skipping rope. Uh, and instead of going out to buy another one, I was like, well, how else could I, you know, get that ten minutes of cardio in? So I thought, well, why don't you just run another ten minutes, <laughs> which would put me up to five k. So it's three. I, I now run three miles in the morning. Um, I think 5K is actually 3.1 miles total. It took me 28 minutes. I was like, actually, that's not bad. Why? 28 minutes in the morning? Sure, it's half an hour. Because I'm, th- I'm also forward thinking here in terms of my own sort of ultra marathon participation. I don't really do these things except on my own. Uh, the the 4x4x48, four by four by this is David Goggins' challenge, where you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. That's in March. I'm thinking, well, good prep uh, for that would start would be to start just running three or four miles in one go, three times a week, you know. So you know, instead of skipping, and then also with that, I could um, do sprints. So I could do two miles of a nice jog, one mile of sprints, and then one mile of a of a cool down as well. <sighs> I don't know. We'll see. Maybe I felt very gung ho this morning. Actually, I did not want to get up this morning to tell you the truth. But uh, once I was out there and running, I was like, "All right, we we, we got this. We got this covered. No problem." Uh, and then I did. I did manage to do another two miles in the afternoon as well. So for a total of uh, five miles today. So that's a pretty good start to the week. Plus the uh, dual workouts. And he's back, the Trump man. Oh, doesn't this have Twitter a flutter? Now that Twitter is a private company, technically, um, like Elon Musk, the owner, can do whatever he wants uh, within the, the scope of the law. He, he owns the company. Twitter is no longer beholden to the shareholders and no longer beholden to any boards or anything like that. This guy can do, if you want to reinstate Trump, he could do it on his own. He didn't have to do the poll. He did a poll on the weekend. Uh, I'm not sure how you voted. Uh, I said, go ahead, reinstate the guy. Why not? I mean... Uh, I, I don't think what he was doing was offensive at all. Now, a lot of people are going to hear that and go, oh, my God, I can't believe you do that. Hey, Musk has been pretty clear about what Twitter should be. It's the town crier platform of the modern world. It's not meant to be anything else. Some people I see are going over to Mastodon, which is another sort of uh, social network. The beauty of Twitter is that anyone can be on there. And they can scream and shout all their stuff. And you can pay attention. You can follow or not. Mastodon, you have to find the person you want to follow. And then you're only exposed to them. So it's it's like a private network. But then you're never ever able to find anything new. You're only being uh, surrounded by what you agree with, basically. It, it, it's not It's not as open. As Twitter, which I guess that's that's the whole point of it, right? <laughs> uh, people are saying Twitter going down. I would say there's going to be a resurgence of Twitter, just given the whole idea that now it's a public company. Uh, sorry, it's a it's a private company, um, and there's no other uh, format like it. there's no other uh, software or uh, platform like it where people can just go tweet. Uh, if people don't want to listen, they don't have to, uh, and if people want to 
report things, they can. If people want to set up their own accounts, they can. You don't need to look very hard. Plus, the infrastructure there, the the, the system is there in place. Mastodon, uh, I was looking at it today. I'm going, I don't know if I need to join another social network. Uh, but, I mean, I said that about TikTok. I don't think Mastodon will be a, a, a Twitter destroyer. Not like TikTok challenged Instagram but even and YouTube, but TikTok has not replaced YouTube or Instagram. Not like Instagram came up with their their reels, and it's backed by Facebook. That company is got not going anywhere anytime soon. Likewise with YouTube, they came up with their Shorts, and those I mean backed by YouTube and Google. That that's not going away anytime soon. And now Twitter, backed by Elon Musk, Tesla. If anything. Th- that could very well be the Jarvis of Tesla. It's kind of like Siri, almost like that, but meant for the Tesla um, ecology. Wow. Who knows? If anything, he'll take the technology and implement it. And I've also heard that he wants to make it more like WeChat than the current face of uh, Twitter. There was one podcast, I haven't gotten around to listening to it, No Agenda Stream, they have, um, or No Agenda Podcast, um, one of them, Adam Kurt, he did an analysis of it a couple of weeks ago, I have yet to listen to it, but apparently uh, he goes into pretty uh, into quite a bit of detail about what Elon Musk is, potentially is planning with, with uh, Twitter, as he's been saying it all along. Okay, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, Show notes up on my website, stephensirsky.com. Thanks for subscribing. Thanks for listening, and uh, have a good start of week. We will do this again, and tomorrow, if all goes well, and uh, we shouldn't get locked down or anything, episode 35 of the big cast will be recorded as well, so uh, you can uh, look forward to that as well. Again, thank you very much for listening. We will talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.